0: and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of true, true bobcast with you so is this bob live in the lounge staring at the ouija board Ouija. with me as always for the true bobcast sessions is mickey
1: karpovich how you doing bob land how you doing
0: here we are in week three last week they threw us for a loo and gave us two episodes but we went straight yeah, I'm episode glad
1: to, three. Glad to have a little more room to breathe this week.
0: I saw you two days before the episode aired. You're like, Psh, it's not going to happen. They're going to, they're going to air episode two.
1: Yeah, there was a little nervousness that they weren't going to air.
0: I was real scared. Ever. I was like, oh no, we're not going to get another true, true, true moment to talk about. But here we are to decide. You know, we're going to decide some things. We're going to make some predictions. We're going to talk about <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, episode three. Yes, what a nice episode. Uh, started it off, you know, my mind before it even played, I was just like, you know what? I'm going into this week, not trusting haze. I can't trust Purple Haze. You can't trust the narrator. You don't know what you're going to get. You got to keep an eagle eye out again.
0: Yeah, they did the same thing with uh, True Detective Episode 3, Season 1. Marty. Raising doubts. Really? That's when they pulled That's it That's what they do, yeah. They're like, look. We're going to make you believe the purple haze is dark.
1: Yo, there were so many doubts this week raised.
0: Let's go back real quick, because what I want to talk about right off the bat is that last week we predicted that Roland West would be the focus of one of the episodes, and the episode started out with him
1: in the 90s. There he is. Smoking cigs. May 17th, 1990. Adjust your lifestyle. (laughs) I am making a point, son. Great dialogue this week. Great stuff. It is. It's so pizzy. Pizzy. Forget about pizzy? Old Piz. how could you forget about old pizzy? <laughs> Dropping those lines of D, you know? The Just D so dog. fresh,
0: so unique.
1: Uh, All those lines sound so alike though. Not to take away from Piz, but yeah, we talked a lot about the costume designer last week. It's actually Emma Potter. Flashing across the credits in the beginning. So uh, give her a shout out. Great job, especially with Roland West's outfits this week. Love that cowboy ensemble.
0: Sounded real good. Let me hear that.
1: Yeah. Pizzy in the house. Pizzy. Coming
0: to get it. Pizzy. What you want to know about my man named Pizzy? What do you got?
1: <laughs> I got a lot, man. Are we still recording? What the heck's going on
0: here? Yeah, yeah. We had to stop, but we're back now because we had some technical possibilities.
1: All right. So even with the intro, before uh, Roland West came to be in the 90s, I noticed yeah. the full moon in the credits in the play between the sun and the moon and I was just uh yeah and the super blood moon was last night yeah was so so out there it was eerie it was, uh, it was eerie uh, eerie lifestyle encompassing style. it just looking into it you know made you think about life and pizzy <laughs> <laughs> busy out there drinking bourbon and smoking cigarettes balking yeah, at was, the moon uh, I was laying uh naked on my frozen tundra lawn staring at the super blood wolf moon
0: Yo, how about when we we flash forward to uh, present day Purple Haze, and uh, he's going over the facts about him being out there at Shoe Pick Road, Mm. and Cyborg, a.k.a. Ray Fisher, he says, you know, Dad, who took you home? And he's like, you did. He's like, no, you know, Beck did or whatever. Yeah. I love when Purple Haze stands up and he goes, put me in home and i off myself.
1: Darkness. That's that Pizzy shot. Yeah, it's that Pizzy. You know, like he's... He's so desperate for redemption. It's so ironic that when Pizzy shines his brightest, his dialogue is the darkest. Yeah, what's up with that? He's got a knack for the darkness, he just loves it. But back, back to the show. Back to the
0: true, true
1: bomb cast. We're gonna have to have
0: a true Pizzy cast. Pizzy, if we can get Pizzy on the show. Like a side. What would be the first question
1: you wouldn't ask Pizzy? Be like, yo, Pizzy. <laughs> Pizzy, please, and describe to me in full detail your darkest moment. Pizzy be like, okay,
0: one time at a truck stop, it would probably start that way,
1: at least in my mind. I was planning my trip to the fire festival, and they asked me to suck. Uh.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot we were working. On our Pizzy. walks into a bar. We were working on our Pizzy impersonations. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing I like the most
1: though is the great transitions between the time periods. It really works. And it's blurring this week. We don't know when's when. I have some questions. You've got some answers here on the (laughs) True True. Bobcast. Bobcast. They introduced the Ozark Children's Outreach, very similar to the Tuttle Foundation back in the day. What's their involvement? We're all wondering. Yeah, what is that all about? What's going on? Is it all misdirect? We can't trust the narrator. I think so. I think we can trust Pizzy. Before we break down the episode, I got a stone cold ask you something. Tell me now, Marty. Do you, uh, do you have a true suspect identified yet?
0: Nah, man, because this episode, was, uh, there was one thing with the trash man, you know, like they pull him over on the road, it was very uh, like Laramie Project type thing, hate crime, you stay away from our kids, they beat him. And then uh, the most incriminating thing for me was when he went into the tool shed and appeared to pick up what was a body in that green bag. So, for for me, episode three, Pizzy's trying to say that it's the trash man, but I don't believe it is the trash man.
1: I thought they were guns. There
0: is. Uh, I have notes here in the <laughs> true files that uh, I think Pizzy's laying that idea down that uh, he's planting a few patsies around
1: town. Oh, there's so many patsies. Patsy pizzies. You got to understand out there in the Bobcast land that we're here with detective files about this show. We literally got pages of notes. Pulling little clues from the uh, episodes. I haven't watched any twice. I was about to today. But, uh, you know, now I'm starting to think that I'm not paying enough attention. I know. Episode three was like that for me, too. I'm like, am I missing something?
0: Am Mm -hmm. I missing something? But that's what Pizzy does. The detective's curse. Mm -hmm. So it's right there in front of us, but we can't tell.
1: A little later in the episode, I'll get to some shocking news I read last night on the internet. I'm a little nervous to bring it up, but we'll get there.
0: I also I really enjoyed the early scene in the episode where Purple Haze was with. Where we're gonna make a correction here on the True, True. Bombcast. It's Amelia, not as uh, Mickey said
1: last week. Whalia,
0: Whalia, here on the
1: True, True. Bombcast. Yeah, Amelia was definitely on the case this week. But a little bit before she got on the case, mm-hmm. we had another great line of dialogue from Purple Haze. He says, "People don't remember being babies." could we get to revisit this stage at the end? Oh, yeah, that's that's so Hayes. Dark! <laughs> I love the way that he spells his name Hayes, too. Hayes. So, yeah, Amelia's on the case now. What's she doing?
0: I don't know. Why would these Purcell kids lie, though? What were these kids up to? It was mainly the focus of this episode of True Detective.
1: Yeah, who are they hanging out with? Ronnie Boyle, the famous come-by-seat-a-new puppy. Puppy, one of our favorite words in the... Uh, Real world universe as opposed to the Bobcast universe, but gotta love that puppy. Yo, I got a great
0: line of Roland West dialogue here. Uh in the nineties he's being interviewed and um I think the, the interview detective says, Feels like we should stay on point, to which West responds, I'm making a point, son. Mm. That's
1: so busy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the early uh beginning of the episode i just asserted that the parents are definitely in it on it and on, on it the parents are definitely in on it somehow uh but how the wife the old man the dad he comes back later with no mustache Yeah, i don't know what's going on with that he comes back in the 90s and he's but he's buds with roland he had her pals and he's sober five years
0: and they're still smoking cigarettes and apparently they're praying together mm. which i think is odd
1: yeah it was when they went back to the house to look for more clues and they found the notes stashed in the wall that looked like they were rolled and passed through that little hole yeah I thought that too I had that as a note that they were definitely rolled up I did see in the corner one of the crayon drawings a little crown like crown definitely did you see uh, the map Like yeah. the topographical map yeah, as yeah, well yeah who like, did you, yeah who drew
0: that kid the kid did that what was the kid doing What's happening here on the True Bobcast? I don't know, man. There's so many hints towards that stuff. But to me, it was like, why were the Purcell kids lying? They also said they were playing with that one boy. They weren't. Yeah, the puppy boy. um, Ronnie Boyle. But yeah, you know. We got 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 more dolls. We got more toys. Did you see the Han Solo Princess Leia toy? Yeah. Getting it.
1: Pizzy. (laughs) Pizzy. So then, like, after they discover all this new evidence in the house, uh, it, it goes to... Uh, Amelia and Hayes and I have this note here Amelia's a freaking liar and Wayne can't remember nothing lol what a pair what do you got to say about that what
0: what's your uh, timeline are we talking here <sighs>
1: I'm confused 90s?
0: is it is Hayes still with it it's got to be 90s because there is no timeline with it okay so I, the relationship is strange because this starts off they have a mutual attraction but then in the 10 years the case had gone on she wrote a book the book you know they're not going to the hotel room first to have sex they're going to a stakeout mm-hmm. in front of the walgreens yeah which and they also there's a cover-up too with like the fact that uh oh we had a shut the store had to get to open it we didn't have time for the crime scene it's like you didn't have time to dust prints behind the you know it's all like, what's up with that convoluted. what's up with that
1: <laughs> and then wait, they're out front of the Walgreens, <clears throat> right? Staking out the joint. Staking and then Amelia gets the idea to go talk to the cops, right? And wasn't that- You like, mean while wow, you yeah. wow, yeah. Wasn't <laughs> that like, a she She has different names in different cities and different jobs. What's she doing? She's a freaking liar. So wh- wasn't that far away from, you know, where but, he was, he had a house?
0: There's so much information going on here in this episode of True Detective- that I definitely feel like I gotta watch it again because there's so much stuff that I missed. You know, I know. I mean? even while watching it, taking notes. I'm I know like, what's going on with this context. There's no, there's no clear path.
1: I remember playing a video game called L.A. Noir back in the day, and you had to read people's facial expressions to see if they were telling the truth when you were interrogating them. And I don't think I'm definitely, I'm definitely not paying enough attention to what the people are looking like, just what they're saying and where they're at.
0: How about that piece of evidence where they're like, let's go to Hoyt's oh, food.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're deboning chickens or something, but that's also where the Ozark Children's Outreach is. So,
0: yeah. That's another thing very similar to the Syndicate in season
1: one. The, the tunnels. The tunnels. The Turtles. The, the Sprawl, baby. Never forget the Sprawl. I'm so glad we have more time on this Bobcast. True. True. Bobcast to talk about one episode. Yeah,
0: last week was kind of strange having to do too. I agree.
1: And you know, um, there was one throwaway line when uh, Amelia was talking to uh, Hayes, and you know he's talking about the draft ended, protest stopped. Yet here we are. Here we are now. And I was thinking about that. I mean, there hasn't been a draft what since like the sixties, seventies.
0: There, yeah. The last was the Vietnam War, and then I guess we thought that we'd go to war during Operation Desert Storm. When we were like 11.
1: The 80s out all that.
0: My. I remember thinking we're going to war.
1: Yeah, me too. I remember I was like, planes landing.
0: The day has finally come. I'm going to have to kill somebody for just, you know, the blind faith of humanity.
1: But let's all out here in today's modern world, take a moment to really like appreciate the fact that there's no more draft. I mean, Elvis was drafted at the height of his career. Anybody could have been drafted. You could have been drafted. We could have been drafted, especially now with everybody who's allowed in the military. Everybody could have been drafted. But that's gone now. So let's just take a minute to appreciate that. Let's appreciate that here on the true, true
0: podcast. We no longer are forced to go into war. You know what's even more savage is like when you think about the lotto system, like they call. Like the um, Pennsylvania. Y- and lottery. And so I think it would take place on Sunday nights where they would say, if you were born in December. You know, uh, 1930, I can't do the math to see what Mm. a kid would be. I guess 1947, 1942, you're going to the war. Crazy. But I guess that undertones there for Purple Haze.
1: Yeah, I love how they're just very subtly weaving in these uh, political narratives. I, I even hesitate to call them political, but just reality narratives. I love it. Underlying themes.
0: I have a note here. I don't even know what it... West, 90, don't communicate anymore. I don't even remember what that meant. He,
1: they, he didn't communicate with Hayes, really. They just kind of fell off.
0: No, but they later did in the episode. Yeah, the episode. Which is very true detective. Season one, mm-hmm. this of uh, Marty and, you know, Russ getting back together.
1: Yeah, again, I got to stress the issue. I'll do it again in a bit, but, you know... 1980 season one, 1990 season two, 2015 season three and beyond. Uh, I still believe this is occurring. I think we take a lot of time here on the Bobcast to really get into the nitty gritty and appreciate the writing, not just the you know spectacle of it all.
0: That is true here on the true true
1: Bobcast. Bobcast. <laughs> test, test. That was right on. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what, you know what scene I really dug, man. Mm. When Hayes lost his
1: kid in the store. Oh, yeah, he was flipping out. In the Walmart. That was some powerful acting by Mahershala. Yeah, Mr. Ali killed it. It's almost like he was looking for Julie, Parcel. It was wild. You know, It must, his head must that have... That was started. great when, you know, he went up. I've
0: always wanted to see that, too. Like a copy, like, look, I'm commandeering this entire department store.
1: I know, that old lady tried to prevent him.
0: And then she's like, I make minimum wage. There's no <laughs> way I care about your badge or your daughter, Okay. Yeah, and she just only really p- care about getting out of here at five.
1: She was eating on cheese samples,
0: getting some cheese, <laughs> going home, and watching an episode of Family Matters.
1: Oh, I think Family Matters one. was on 1990, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You're out on. The- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of course, there more references to we can't be separated from time can't be separated from oh yeah i did hear that i did hear another true connection to season one
0: i think a little bit later the one note i got here is that i was a little worried uh i guess a year and a half ago two years ago when i heard that they were gonna you know make this season and they were gonna have it set in the ozarks i was worried about the comparisons to Mm. the show on netflix yeah that's that's, and it yeah yeah. there's nothing nothing to be
1: ozarks is a good show it's like Mm -hmm. a good cure for boredom yeah that's true But it's, you know, not the true Ozark cast. Okay. Uh, There was some other crazy stuff about Hebrews can't say God's name. Do you remember this conversation? I remember that. Dude, Pizzy getting
0: deep. Pizzy getting real deep Deep in this episode. Just letting people know. Deep dish
1: Pizzy. Deep, deep bourbon, cigarette smoking Pizzy. So yeah, you know, there she's on the case. Uh, Amelia's on the case, staking out, talking to these cops. We don't know if they're in the hometown or uh, cross state lines in Oklahoma, where the fingerprints are found. But she goes out with the guy to dinner, you know, with her little nips blasting in that white dress. Don't think I didn't notice. There's so many timelines going on. You know,
0: it's just amazing. Like Hayes asking her out when they're out searching in the woods, and
1: then cut to her coming back from the date with the cops. Who she lied to about oh, yeah. having an
0: ex-cop yeah. husband. And she was feeling no pain, you know? She got getting to all, for cops,
1: I guess. Getting all pizzy. Who is this chick, dude?
0: I don't know. Whalia? Amelia? <laughs> uh, if Who we'll, no, we'll She's find not out. even
1: around anymore. We don't even know what happened. This is nuts. This yeah, it is, is nuts. nuts.
0: Is there a possibility that she's the killer?
1: Are you picking up that vibe?
0: now i am i mean not watching the initial episode but here doing the
1: podcast for true true detectives Ooh. you like that any chance he was leading you into the direction <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah but i could see that being a possibility you know like uh but
1: i think we would probably the audience would see that coming so all right let me re- revisit the old uh seasonal theory uh yeah, get when that. we first see the dice when the Purple Haze rolls up on the dice, if you look close, they're all ones, twos, and threes. Uh, and the two dice are closer to each other, and the one dice is far away. And the far away dice encompasses all one, two, three numbers, and the two closer ones, I think veer towards a one and a two. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm OCD, but come on, Pizzy, talk to us. Come on, the true Bobcast, and let it out out. Yeah, Millie in the 90s, man, She's it's such tension. That
0: scene where she comes home. Mm -hmm. He got all jacked up. He was pissed. Mm -hmm. And that's the new side of Hayes we haven't seen before is that, you know, just straight rage.
1: That Hayes rage. So he finds those dice, right? (laughs) Here on the true true Bobby cast. So they find this farmhouse by all this new evidence. And I'm thinking, is this place connected to the Hoyt fortune? You know who is this guy who talked to him what's going on here
0: yeah summon the mental resolve is a, a line of dialogue I've got here a note but I'm not sure who said it but I like that summon the mental resolve
1: mm.
0: you know could be Hayes maybe in his late
1: later years trying to struggle to remember I don't know that guy in the farmhouse was talking about the brown sedan yeah, what was up with that? And the black and white suspect. Now, did he say the male black suspect had the scar on his face? Another scar? Pizzy is a scarred individual.
0: He yeah, is really messed up. He's got some true issues. True
1: issues.
0: Yeah, how about yeah? You know, the farmer guy? Remember, they're like, do you mind if uh, we search your property? He's better like, get yeah, a warrant. You better get a warrant. You know, another one. Another mixed with the trash man. Trash man getting all messed up, man. Whew.
1: Yeah, I kind of thought that uh, brown sedan, black and white car situation was misdirected initially. But then it kind of like flipped it like it was there, like it was them two with the black and white suspect. But he said there were a couple, right? So one of them had to be a guy and a girl, right? It definitely did, yeah. Got to watch it again. I think we're close. You know what's crazy? What? I'm at the,
0: the part where I've got the biggest note for me and mm-hmm. the whole episode was during the current day um, the current day when purple haze is being interviewed for the tv show what's the title again true criminal exactly she mentions a black man with a scar in a suit which to me was straight up yellow king reference from season one the scars are back i just said it because he's got the deep scars serious flaws within the investigation
1: it's nuts. Again, you can't trust the narrator, so who can you trust? The viewer?
0: I guess. Here on the True,
1: True Bobcast.
0: But yeah, I thought that was interesting. I did that. a
1: little digging. Yeah. A little digging. Did you? A you lip- did a little of detective work? Let me actually dig in my files. Do I have a note? Let me see.
0: Yeah, look at this drawing I got of the, the farm guy. Remember, the farm guys? like, you're going to need a Oh, no, there he is. Yeah. Everybody out there can't see it, but I can describe it to you. It's the guy from the farm in the
1: episode of True Detective
0: while he searches for these missing notes.
1: All right. I, I don't appear to have the notes, uh, but I did do some digging. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, when Roland, or I'm sorry, when Mr. Hayes mm-hmm. first meets up with uh, Amelia, mm-hmm. remember she's coming out and there's that guy. Oh, yeah. and the... uh, What color car was that?
0: Was that a brown sedan?
1: Oh. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was. You know what I mean? That mustachioed, bearded gentleman.
0: I don't know. I think it's just Pizzy messing with us.
1: Pizzy. You're messing with our minds and our hearts. The details, you know? But
0: yeah, I got this note, big one. Serious flaws in the investigation, which makes it interesting because then we begin to discover that Roland West is being put in charge of a task force in 1990 to investigate uh, the Purcell
1: girl, you know, her fingerprints showing up, which is eerie by the way, that's some good writing. Yeah, Pissy, you're knocking it out the block this time, so, uh, you know, all this is going on, and then we have that situation with the five white guys beating up the Indian trash man. Yeah. You know, you talked about it earlier, and, 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 and in light of current events, If I could just take a sidebar. I mean, how how is that possible that this show is like mirroring this little national news story about the kids on the steps and the, uh, pissy American
0: cultural, you know, it's all underlying themes. He's feeling the the flow of uh,
1: society. Can we take a sidebar? Did you see this story? What story? Yesterday with the uh, this weekend with the kids in Washington and the
0: oh yeah I did Today did you make a
1: snap judgment when you saw the first video no not at all did you no. make a judgment when you saw the second video no mm. what was your take on the situation people in costumes
0: <laughs> you know everyone's wearing like some sort of costume I would even argue the guy. Uh, The Native American also, it's like, it's an identity. You know, we have identities and we put ourselves into these corners. Sometimes we wear red hats. Sometimes, you know, we do this, sometimes we do that. It's never, you can't stop that.
1: I don't even know where that type of hate comes from. I mean, aside from the reality of whatever happened there, I mean, the fact that the entire social media sphere was blowing up with this judgment and this hatred towards people involved in a situation where... There was no violence. Yeah. There was no bloodshed. No. You know, there was no. it was a smile and a drum. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. People, they're gonna look for anything now. You know, I saw like something on the internet today about uh, the the Trump hat being like a symbol of evil, right. alongside like swastikas and stuff. Yeah,
1: Alyssa Milano stated that the uh, red "Make America Great Again" hat is the new white hood. Referring to the Ku Klux Klan. She's the one that did that? Not- she did. I mean, come on. How? It's odd. Kanye West. Yeah, what's up with Kanye? Where's he, Grand since Wizard we West Kanye. now? <laughs> he is the Grand Wizard with his bleach blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I mean, it's nuts, yo. Uh, the whole... You know, we get entertainment from True Detective here on the True... True. Uh, Bobcast. But, yo, real life is becoming entertainment now and it's just kind of getting silly like it is we want to get these kids expelled for smiling and looking smug like let ye who has cast the first stone it
0: doesn't apply no more because of technology i think people are just so why
1: like what's like why is this narrative being pushed i wonder
0: because of technology Mm. we've been talking about this narrative for a long time here on the bobcast yeah technology has improved and then we've regressed in society because of it in a way we pick apart everything because
1: we need to figure out every single detail i feel like with these screens in our face we all feel like we're close to the action the real life nitty-gritty everyday action that all these important people go through but we're sitting in our living rooms we're not
0: no we're podcasting
1: you know and why are we all trying to choose sides i mean ask questions think for yourself come to realization stop snapping your fingers you ain't thanos Sadly, I think it's going to get worse and worse. There's got to be a point. You know, there's got to be a reason for the agenda. And maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. But I'm glad we had uh, got that little political sidebar. Thanks to the uh, Indian Trash Man. Thanks to Pizzy.
0: And Pizzy. And the Indian Trash Man. I like that character. It made me alarmed though, when he went in there and picked up that body. You immediately thought it was a body, right? Immediately thought it was a body. Earlier here on the true, true True podcast, you gave me a look. (laughs) <laughs> but you didn't feel that, right? You felt yeah, it, you know. The feet,
1: the legs, the yeah. way he held it, but, then but the way I he picked it up. Or what else could it be? Guns could it be?
0: Guns? Yeah, like uh... mm, you don't pick up guns that way, though. Mm. You don't pick up a bag like that, you know.
1: Mm. I mean, I technically don't pick up guns at all.
0: How about that Iraq Z belonging to Roland West?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That was also, a nice uh, touch. What color was that? Black. Okay, okay.
0: Black Z. I kept thinking to myself, who is he visiting? Who is he going to see? And lo and behold, it was Tom. Played by Scott McNary.
1: Yeah, Mr. Purcell, he's back, right? This is wild. Like, what's going on here? Why are they back together?
0: Why are they back together? Where does mustache go? What's happening here on the...
1: Podcast. Yeah, the fact
0: that they... uh, I guess they maintained a relationship for 10 years because I guess the case wasn't solved. And now... You know, I like how he was asking, you know, do we have your permission, you know, blessing to reopen the case?
1: Yeah. It takes the pressure off him as a suspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was drunk back in the day. He was clearly destroyed. He didn't know nothing going on, but his wife's gone. All the women are just poof, disappearing. The daughter, the wife, Amelia, Whalia, where'd he go? Pizzy? I
0: don't know. I don't know what Pizzy does.
1: And I love how the critics are always jumping down his throat for his treatment of female characters. In fact, the second, whole second season was a response to that. It's true with Bezarides. But I mean, come, who, like, what? He, he can write however he wants. It's, it's, it's fiction, right?
0: I like how uh, Tom asks Roland West how he licks his coffee and he's like a lot of cream extra sugar like a dessert
1: yeah yeah dude definitely got that note and then it talks about past present and future Mm -hmm. would you you pray with me
0: would you pray with me
1: yeah he gets dark with that prayer too I'm about to start saying that prayer keep me from evil should we pray together right now
0: (laughs) I don't think I've ever prayed on the Bobcast in 170 what is this 173
1: I don't know do you have a go-to prayer I do
0: I do it's uh Let's see. It's the one that I learned.
1: Now let's hold hands.
0: Oh my God, I am heartily sorry for offending you and detest all my sins because they offend you. Above all, my Lord, I am firmly in resolve and in love of your grace. Can't remember the
1: end. You could feel the spirit flowing through the m- <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, you know, I like how he always has religion at the back, too. True that, I always go with the prayer of Jabez. Okay. I remember you speaking about Jabez here on the regular old podcast. <laughs> Jabez Not the Jabez. true bombcast. Yeah, let me transmit but, this one across you know, the uh, I feel digital sphere here. I can tell you one thing. I'm pretty comfortable podcasting right now. You know, check out my mic, dude. My mic is right up here and you know.
1: His mic is lounging in the lounge. We got this new setup. It's great. So let me me break it down. Pray with me. Here, hold my hand, buddy. Okay, let's pray. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, that you would keep me from evil, so I may not cause pain. Amen. Amen.
0: May the Lord open. (laughs) It feels good. I can't believe uh, Pizzy got us to pray here tonight on the True Bobcast. (laughs) But yeah, you know, at Roland West... Rolling in the
1: '90s, thick. Hanging with Tom, smoking cigs, praying. Yo, mm-hmm. remember how I had deja vu during that last episode? Yeah. When he was sitting there in his study in 2015, I was looking at the bookshelf behind him, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, "Where is the superna- and supernatural element to this mm-hmm. this season?" And I'm just thinking, I'm looking, and I'm thinking about those paintings on the people's skin that make them blend in with the background. Mm-hmm. I'm literally, you you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? That like Instagram fat yeah. or whatever. And I was thinking about that. And then all of a sudden, boom, who pops up behind him in ghost form? I don't know. Amelia. She starts oh, talking yes, to yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yo, I don't know what was going through me. I had, but I had that written down as a
0: uh, old purple haze hallucinating. I thought it was a hallucination, not a ghost.
1: I mean, I saw it. I thought it was dementia afterwards. Yeah, that was weird. But that I was- saw it. Like I felt it, man. I'm not even lying. Really? I was sitting there and I'm like, where's the supernatural element?
0: And then there it came.
1: And I I was looking at the books, like right where she was at.
0: So she's telling him this narrative, perhaps?
1: Yeah. Relax about not what he left in the woods or what, mm-hmm. not what he left in the woods, but what he left in the woods, you know, that he didn't find. Yeah. That's how I read yeah. that. But that I know was That was like an perfect.
0: odd thing for them to talk about right there, you know? mm mm-hmm. she's, she's got something going on there with him. You know, it's really... It's dark how twisted their relationship became, too. Because when you first met him in the 80s, they were all kind of lovey-dovey. But at the same time, they also had these hidden agendas.
1: Hidden agendas with Pizzy. in relationships. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like, uh, you know, moving on, they found that picture of the boy laying yeah. there
0: praying. I don't know about that piece of evidence. Sir. I mean, like when he said... Uh, he did say something um Roland you know I thought the evidence was gonna be a lot more incriminating than just the mm-hmm. same pose of the
1: but the that prank. that that cast the light on Dan O'Brien the guy who was staying there again who might have drilled the hole and passed the notes you know it's mm-hmm. you know yeah, that, that 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 clown with the beard or he had
0: something to do with it as feeding them information into like some sort of what if it like used the elements of uh season two with like you know like um, transportation. I got to watch them again. Well, transportation was like a main theme. Transportation with season one, and then that's how it's all together. That that these um, rings of evil are using transportation to travel all around the United States to commit crimes and get away with it because of an elite organization known as
1: the Pizzies. <laughs> or what if, what if here, the whole uh, memory loss angle... Is to make us forget about season two. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be so Pizzy.
0: That'd be unpizzy. Yo, Pizzy is reactionary to the crack critics. <laughs> and then, you know, the final scene, them meeting in the bar. I was like, oh man, this makes me go back to 2014 and the mm. good old days of Marty Hart. Marty. Roast. Yeah, dude. I love the, uh, the fuck communism
1: flag hiding in the bar.
0: I didn't see that. I'm no. not obs- as observant as you here on the True. True.
1: Bobcast. Bobcast. But yeah, I get, I, I get that. I get it. Yeah, he goes, hey, Purple Haze, how you been, killer? What? They both look good during the 90s. He called him a killer, though.
0: Yeah, but that's more like, what's up, killer? I know, but Pizzy. Pizzy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was looking at the... The one thing I did notice is... um i was looking at the beer bottle because mm-hmm. the beer was budweiser and this is the story more of like america mm-hmm. whereas lone star was the story of you know the deep south mm. i don't know i think i just un-pizzied myself there and separated texas from the united states of america sounds Here to me like you're in a busy tizzy
1: true true
0: guest <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm definitely down at four, five, six. We got how many episodes left? There's five. Eight. Yeah, we got five more to go. And if uh, history has told us, episode four is always the banger of the group. Going to be a thriller. Where you're just like, oh, my God. That was when Russ went undercover and went into the 36 Chambers. Mokadichu. Oh, my goose. <laughs> I never forget that night. I couldn't sleep. I
1: know. That was real.
0: It was that a was Sunday a crazy night. night. And I was like, there's no way... That I'm going to be able to go to, you know, teach kids in the morning. I'm going over the scene over and over again in my mind. Did we, did we true bobcast that episode? I did. Yeah, I haven't. Ooh. That's when we started, I think.
1: Mogadish, it's been a
0: long time. I think we actually started episode three. I know that there's no true detective season one, episode one mm. true bobcast because we just didn't know what it was. And um, we may be in the narrows here. We may not be with a large group of people tuning in each week, but we're here to let you know we're going to make a commitment to the true bomb
1: cast. One last thing. He was limping on his way out, rolling west. Mm -hmm. He got a little hitch in his giddy up. Wonder where that came from.
0: I got it from, you know, jumping off
1: that boot, (laughs) you know, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. It got really hard boiled at the end, man. True Noir. But I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm definitely excited that
0: the characters are now starting to reveal their flaws. Because really, this episode was about flaws in the investigation and flaws in the main characters. We all have flaws. And Pizzy's here to tell us how to lead our lives. And my name's Bob. My name's Mickey. And we're here to tell you how to truly... Truly be a part of... (laughs) True! True! Bombcast by tuning in every Tuesday for an hour or so in depth perspective of Pizzi's hit show, True, True Detective. My name is Bob, and this has been another episode of True Bombcast. <laughs> <laughs>